afternoon. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I don't know about you all, but it's still, I still have to pinch myself every time we hear that intro. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. In the spirit of full government transparency, our first act of bipartisan consensus up here was to try to not bore you for 10 minutes across the board. And uh, in the spirit of staying true to my word, I will try to do that. Every time we talk about the 88th legislative wrap up, I think wrap up, we're still we're still very much in the middle of it. So thank you all for being patient with us. The number one thing I want I'm shocked to notice here today is I don't think there's a table here that we didn't come personally to Austin with an individual at this table who didn't come personally reach out or have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with any one of the representatives up here, including myself. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for making your way up, for texting, for calling. I promise it is absolutely never a bother. We look forward to it. It's the only reason we're here. I, I'd say we're going to do a legislative update, but I, I talked through through most of this session with all of you, mayor, commissioners, chief, judge. There's not there's not a single thing any of us could have done up here without your immense help and input. So from the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you. This session was incredible. I, I, I still can't believe that it is my second real session. But we did a lot of amazing things. Uh, I want to take a minute to, to talk in particular about how excited we are for the renovations that, that are going on in downtown Brownsville. In particular, one bill that I'm extremely excited about that I could not have done without Senator Lamandia and without the support of my colleagues is our, our qualified hotel project zone that we've worked on. Helen, thank you so much. Thank you to Judge, thank you to Mayor, thank you to Commissioners, thank you to Chief, thank you to everyone that came up and advocated for this legislation. Brownsville is now going to be on the map like the rest of the big cities we see in Texas. Like, if anyone's gone to, to Houston and, and stayed at a hotel near, uh, near Minute Maid Park or near NRG, if you take out your bill and you look at it, you'll see that you're in some sort of investment zone. So now in downtown Brownsville, we will have our first tax increment reinvestment zone downtown that is estimated to generate and keep in Brownsville an estimated $80 million for the development of downtown Brownsville, as opposed to being sent back to the state for us. I can assure you in the next decade, if the city of Brownsville has the tools to change the face of Brownsville, unlike anything we've ever seen before, and it's going to happen in our lifetime. So thank you so much. I did have the pleasure of serving on both our committees for transportation and committees for natural resources, which had, if you notice here, the committees that we talk about, the valley being on, are huge. They're instrumental. They're not tiny committees. They are committees that when you speak, Texas listens. I don't think it's by mistake that Texas is the ninth largest economy in the world. It is because we have such an incredible ability to work in a bipartisan fashion in nature. And I can tell you, from being in conferences all over the United States, other states do not work the way the Texas House works. And that is why we're so successful. And it's an honor to be a part of it. In particular, I, I passed HB 2058 out of the House, which was in an attempt to develop more skilled labor force and demand jobs in Brownsville. While it didn't make it out of the Senate, it did turn itself into a rider, which pro provides approximately $5 million for the Brownsville Navigation District and Workforce. Again, an incredible bipartisan initiative on behalf of our peers to focus on skilled labor in the Navigation District. Senator Lamantia talked enough 
about property tax compression. It's an amazing start. We're certainly not done. And again, those are discussions that we cannot have without your input. So thank you so much. In regards to broadband infrastructure, we're so pleased to co-author HB9 by Representative Ashby, which will provide $1.5 billion in funding to expand broadband across the state of Texas for those Texans that need it. I assure you, a great deal of that funding is going to come to Brazel, Texas. In particular, working on the Committee for Natural Resources, we dealt, we voted on hundreds of bills which directly are going to impact the water infrastructure in the Valley and in South Texas. In particular, focusing on providing $1 billion for over water infrastructure development in Texas. I also helped pass and approve legislation planning for groundwater management programs. I joined author HB 3278 by Representative Price, which focuses on helping Valley communities for the Texas Water Development Board to study issues that our community is facing with drainage. In regards to workforce, I was so pleased to, to also co-author and assist Representative Angie Button with the Lone Star Workforce Future Fund, which will provide approximately $5 million in grants to fund workforce training around the state. Focusing on workforce is most certainly has been one of my passions and will continue to be. And I think, again, Valley Baptist, even most recently, we're still doing everything we can to help provide the workforce training that we need here in the Valley. In regards to healthcare, I know we already talked a bit. It's fun being last because I get to say everything they said and then, and then some. It, it is true. Together, my partisan we did co-sponsor and pass legislation focused on lowering prescription drug prices for insulin, for birth control, and for additional copay assistance. One of the most uh, memorable moments as far as healthcare uh, that I can recall in the House was the day that we passed and sent over to the Senate the bill that extended postpartum Medicaid coverage for mothers from six months to 12 months postpartum. It was incredible. It was something that we talked about for years and years to come. And I think it's a tremendous start to addressing the health and the care that our mothers need and that our children need in the state of Texas. We also, uh, another amazing bill, exempting essential tax from baby items such as diapers, wipes, feminine hygiene products. That was a much needed uh, relief for what we call a gender tax. In regards to small business, I know we're going to continue to talk about uh, the 20% circuit breaker that we passed on non-homestead property, which hopefully we really do hope will impact and help small businesses and with the relief that we need. We also passed Senate Bill 929, which requires fellow cities to process, which requires cities a process before declaring zoning changes to notify businesses before they move. So among other things, it, it was a tremendous session. We're not done. We look forward to going back in October. We look forward to continuing to work together with small businesses, with the Chamber. Thank you so much for everything you've done. and. Uh, our offices are always open to you. We are just a phone call away. It is our the blessing of our life to be able to serve you in this capacity. God bless you. Thank you so much.